This is the Star Coach Show with Meg Rentschler, episode 271. Before every group and sometimes after the group, I will send a list of resources around the competencies that we're going to be talking about in that mentor group that's coming up, maybe some other things that have come up. So I offer those resources beforehand. And then I follow up if something has come up in the group that we're talking about something that I have a resource. And often it's a link to one of these podcast episodes that has touched on a particular thing. I'll send it out to the group and say, hey, based upon the discussion we had, here's a podcast about using intuition in your coaching, or here's a podcast about positive psychology. I've heard again and again from my mentor program clients how grateful they are for those resources, how those resources help them ground the skills that we're talking about and grow as coaches. Welcome to Star Coaches, the show for professional coaches that brings you coaching strategies, tools, and resources. Whatever your focus or niche, take a front seat weekly as industry leaders, decision makers, and innovators share their wisdom and expertise on the ins and outs of successful coaching. Now join your host, Meg Rinchler, as she connects you with your star coaching potential. Hello, and thanks for being here. I hope that your week and your first couple weeks of 2022 have been stupendous. I hope that things are in line for you and kind of creating the framework for the year that you want to have happen for yourself personally, professionally, if you're a business owner in your business, what in your relationships, whatever it is that you are looking forward to in 2022, I hope the stars are aligning for you and things are happening. I'm Meg Rentschler. I am the host of the Star Coach Show. And each and every week, we dive into something that's going to help you, hopefully, with the way that you look at yourself as a leader, the way that you engage as a coach, the kinds of offerings that you're making to create the kind of income and lifestyle that you want so that you can be the best you can be with your clients as well. And today, we're going to dive into the idea of giving your clients a five-star experience. And the way that this just kind of seemed important to me to share is that my own coach, Rick Tamlin, often says, Meg, you've got to teach from what your own experiences are. Like every single day, there will be things happening in your life that your audience needs to hear about. And it is through what we're walking through ourselves that we need to bring forward to our audience. And I think that that's really key. So I'm always looking at my life events, both through the lens of how it's impacting me, but also what can I pass on, whether it be to my coaching students or my mentees or to my lead, the leaders that I coach in my executive coaching practice, and certainly here to you, my audience. And something has recently occurred in my life that I thought, you know what? 
This really gives me perspective. It once again brought up that whole concept of how can we create just a great experience for our our coaches, our clients, not just a, I'll get through it kind of thing, but what can we do to really create a great experience for our clients? Now this came up, I want you to think about all the times that you've engaged a service provider, whether that be uh, somebody in industry, whether that be a medical person, whether that be a coach or a therapist or whoever, when you've engaged with a service provider, what's made it memorable for you? What's left you feeling that not just that your needs were met, but that you were really given top treatment? You were really taken care of. I think about you know, the different, like we've had different carpet cleaners coming to our house over the years. And there's some services that just give that sort of white glove treatment. And there's some that you feel like they can't wait to get out of there enough. And you're thinking, did you really spend the time cleaning the way you... So that that kind of thing is what I'm thinking about. What brought this up for me is that right after the new year, I had a medical procedure with a very skilled surgeon. And I have no doubt that my body, the actual procedure went really well. However, from the testing for this through the procedure, I started feeling like it was a bit like a (laughs) DYI, sort of do it yourself, in as much as the surgeon was not really good at white glove treatment. He, you know, showed up and, and did my testing and did my procedures as was warranted, but sort of left everything up to, you know, didn't come give me results himself, didn't come to um, to see me after any procedure. It was sort of like, yeah, we'll see you at the office kind of thing. So it was left up to the hospital nurses and the, and, you know, the other kinds of people around to, that's why I think it felt a little DYI. Now, if you're a regular listener and you're like, oh my gosh, Meg, what happened is it's absolutely fine. It's no big deal. Like I'm fine and I don't have any lingering, ongoing, whatever. I'm I'm fine. I just, that experience led me to thinking about how you can get a really good, like really good technical kind of, of service. But if it doesn't have just a little bit extra, and hopefully for us, we're offering our clients more than just a little bit extra, then it feels sort of flat. It just reminded me or contrasted with me about the few other medical procedures that I've had in my life and what I've come to expect. I've come to expect that the doctor arrives on time and greets you and and checks to see how you're doing. And then they meet you in recovery or after your testing and they share the results with you and they share what's coming up next. You know, I expect a call a day or two after surgery to see how am I doing and what's going on with that. And that basically, I think we come to expect that good service providers 
like stay on top of your care. And it's not left just to you to like, hey, call if you need me kind of thing. And in, you know, in all of those cases, I received good technical service and am fine and dandy and everything, but I'm left feeling differently about my experience. And what that led me to want to do is, is like shift that a little bit, pivot it, and take that life experience and share how can we create the kind of white glove service for our clients that we ourselves would like to would like to have the the kinds of things that make the coaching process both transformational because of the service we're providing and the technical service that we're in the relationship that we're building, but maybe some simple things that you can do to make that client experience just that much better, just, you know, enough to to make you feel good because, you know, the research shows that we feel better when we're giving as well. So, how can we help our clients feel special, valued, really give them a great experience? Now, as we move into some ideas today, I'm making one assumption. And the assumption is that you are, you know, you've focused on your skills, you are providing a great service just because you're trained and you're, you know, you're honoring the process and all those things that are important. And that's sort of the first, the foundational piece to giving a great client experience that you as the coach are showing up in your best way possible, skill-wise and partnership-wise and honoring the coaching process. However, I think there's some other things that we can offer. And and what I did when I was thinking about uh, the episode today was to, to realize that many of you are in a place of, look, Meg, I'm still looking for clients. I don't have like money to sh- shower my clients with gifts. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm going to kind of walk through some things that aren't going to break the bank, that are actually maybe they involve setting up some systems, they involve maybe having a way to track things, and also uh, they require the coach to give attention to detail. But most of the things that have come up for me um, that I just think could be absolutely key in creating that five-star coaching experience are very doable for a coach at whatever stage they are in their practice, as well as I think that like as as I introduce them, they might light you up. They might excite you about, oh my gosh, I never thought about doing something like that. That's something I definitely want to work into my practice. So I'm just going to walk through some things, give you some examples, and let you take it to wherever wherever it makes sense for you. Now, I know in previous episodes, I've mentioned using forms to create a great client experience, and that's been sprinkled into different episodes that I've talked about. But I will tell you that some of the best feedback that I've gotten from my clients is how appreciative they are 
about the forms, and that might sound silly, but seriously, the forms that I offer to them so that they can capture their experience, they can take the time to prepare for sessions, they can get in the right mind space, in the right heart space, and that they can kind of keep an ongoing journal or log of their progress. So remember, you are, you're the coaching expert. So yes, I get that our clients are in the driver's seat and that they bring the content, but we provide the structure. And part of that structure can be offering tools to help them make the progress faster, with more clarity than they would without the tools. And your clients want to do well, they want to succeed, but sometimes they might not know where their focus is or what they want to do. So when we can provide them tools, whether that's session prep form, like I was just talking about, whether it's a form asking some questions in a post-session recap so that they can recap their experience for themselves and and bullet point some things. Um, I use this for my groups in a post-group session recap. What about goal forms or introductory questions that allow your client to share information with you? Yes. But the key thing that I find in my introductory questions is that that helps the client get really clear about what is it that I want out of this experience? What do I want my coach to know about me? It's a great way to lay a framework. So creating forms and having forms. Now, my hope for you is that you can make your your business as automated as possible down the line so that you're not having to remember after every session to send out a post-session recap or that you're, you know, that you're having to manually do all of this. My hope is that you can create, you have a platform or a way to create where those forms get sent out automatically and, and your clients get those. However, if you're in a shoestring budget, you're just starting out, you can, you know, create like at the end of each session, I'm going to send a post-session recap for my client to fill out, those kinds of things. Um, it helps your client get more out of the process, and that's an, one way to make them feel really special. Now, you might say, well, what the heck makes that special? They're the ones that are doing the work. They're filling them in. I got to tell you, I have had anywhere from deans and colleges to VPs in organizations tell me, I love the forms that you send. It helps me in my progress. So boom, right out of the gate, what kinds of forms might you use to give your clients a five-star client experience? The second are things that you can provide that might create visualization for clients, whether it is assessments that, that create that additional awareness, but it could be things like the wheel of life visual thing that the, the client fills in on their life satisfaction in different areas of their life. It could be that you're sharing thought logs for them to be able to track thoughts that are getting in the way. 
or worksheets or quizzes or goal forms using us, you know, and there's assessments about there's many like free assessments you can pull up a free strengths assessment, you know, being able to take it just that extra, that little extra step that says, hey, I really hear that you're struggling with aligning, you know, values with what you're being asked to do at work. Would this values assessment be helpful for you to get clarity? And then we can work on how you're going to create alignment those kinds of things. And and to add to that, like the kind of hand in hand, different kinds of handouts that you can offer. You know, like I said, maybe a values list for them to kind of look through. Or sometimes I use a, a handout with my new executive clients that offer many different things that many executives work on. So for those clients who are, quote, sentenced to coaching, or maybe they want to be in coaching, but they're just not sure, maybe they're new and they're just there, they're just not positive what they want to work on in coaching, I provide a checklist that gives ideas of many different things that executive clients work on, and it tends to create new thoughts, new awareness, a desire for them to zero in on some of those things. So how can you potentially hear what's going on with your client and then have handouts that meet whatever they're struggling with? Maybe it's an emotional vibration, you know, one of those emotional energy vibrational charts to kind of show the low end of energy, the high end of energy, those kinds of things. I often use cognitive distortion handout with my clients to just Help them understand, here's some frequent cognitive distortions. What does that information do? When then we can talk about it if they want to. We can explore it and give them tools to help move forward. Another thing that I have many coaching friends who do this, I find it to be brilliant and super helpful for clients, is to build a library. Build a library on your computer, uh, in your where of books you can recommend, but more so, I think, of articles and recordings and links to things that you can share those links. So if you are a leadership coach, you might have a lot of different articles around different leadership topics. And when something comes up with one of your clients that you think, oh, you know, let me offer you this resource if you'd like for after session to be able to review it and see if it helps with what we're talking about. If you're a wellness coach, you're going to have different kinds of wellness articles. You might have articles around effective communication, articles around relationship dynamics, those kinds of things. And you don't reinvent the wheel, like begin to build a library for yourself so that you can pull up links for TED Talks that make sense, for articles that make sense, for podcast episodes that you've listened to that you think that would be really helpful for this person. I encourage you to start building that now, and then you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Like I said, you can just go to your library when a client has a need and be able to, maybe you don't even tell them. Maybe just after the session, you say, you know, you send them an email and say, what a great discussion today. You're doing some 
some heavy lifting around this. You're, you know, I really appreciate the work you're doing. And it occurred to me that maybe this article or this talk or this whatever would be helpful to you in this time. You know, if it interests you, feel free to click the link and access it. So those are some things that can create additional value for your clients. Doesn't take money for it takes time. Each of these things takes time, but it's not necessarily, you know, an expense on your behalf. Now, this doesn't just apply to one-on-one coaching. For those of you who are doing group coaching, I encourage you to be thinking about the same things. Every mentor program that I run, they have six groups in them before every group and sometimes after the group, I will send a list of resources around the competencies that we're going to be talking about in that mentor group that's coming up, maybe some other things that have come up. So I offer those resources beforehand. And then I follow up if something has come up in the group that we're talking about something that I have a resource. And often it's a link to one of these podcast episodes that has touched on a particular thing. I'll send it out to the group and say, hey, based upon the discussion we had, here's a podcast about using intuition in your coaching, or here's a podcast about positive psychology. So it just adds, and I will tell you, I've heard again and again from my mentor program clients, how grateful they are for those resources, how those resources help them ground the skills that we're talking about and grow as coaches. So think about whether whatever you're doing with your clients, what's that little extra oomph that you can give to create a special experience for them? One of the things that I really enjoy offering to my clients is a searchable transcript of their sessions. So what I will do is ask my clients, you know, each client, would you like this session uh, recorded for your own benefit? And if they do, I happen to have a service that I actually talked about last week. It's called Searchy. And if you want to know more about Searchy, it's in my, my resource page at starcoachshow.com slash resources. But Searchy allows me to upload their video from Zoom because I tend to meet with my clients on Zoom or my audio, but I usually upload their video. It transcribes it, it captions the video, and then they are able to download the audio of it if they want. They can download the transcript, and the transcript is searchable for them. So if they know that somewhere in the session we talked about Fred, and they want to remember what we talked about and what conclusions they came up with. All they would have to do is search Fred and it's going to take them right to where in the session we talked about Fred. And I will tell you that my clients really appreciate having that service, being able, and what I'm also able to do for them, because how often do we kind of like, where did we put that? And where is that recording? Well, I put all of their recordings into a playlist that, so basically that playlist holds all of their coaching sessions. So they don't have to find 52 or whatever, you know, 10 different sessions. They can keep that link to their playlist and it's all kept together. 
all searchable. And that's the other great thing. Then it becomes, what session did I talk about Fred in? Then they can, it's searchable for all of their sessions. So they could just put in Fred and they could see, oh, it was my third session that I talked about that or whatever, because it would pull it up. So that is what I have found to be a great white glove additional surface for my clients that they love. And it also gives me, you know, a searchable transcript if there's something that I'm working with them on that I need to be able to pull back up again. Another thing, are you guys getting tired of like all these different suggestions? There's just so many things that we can do that don't take a lot of impact, a lot of um, income on our part, but can create a huge impact with our clients. So one of the things that you might also consider is snail mail, is sending an occasional card, a card of an encouragement, a card for their birthday, a card congratulating them on a particular success that they've had. So it doesn't need to be huge. However, I think that, you know, how often do you actually get snail mail these days? Not as much as we used to. And it's really special to be able to open a card and and be thanked or be encouraged or be celebrated. And that's certainly something that we can do to provide that additional white glove treatment. Now, you certainly can offer physical products or physical things instead. You might surprise them with a book. If you are working with a client and something comes up, like I've sent out the four agreements to clients, I've sent out the leadership challenge, well, I've sent out a lot of different books to clients. But it, if something comes up in session and you think, you know what, I'd really like to just go ahead and send them this book. My Amazon Prime account has more addresses and names in it. I probably need to start clearing those out. But, you know, I'll just have it sent directly from Amazon to my client, depending upon, you know, what's going on and and what they're working through. A couple of years ago, I was working with a client who was just really doubting herself. And sort of in in that place of not trusting her inner voice. And uh, every time she didn't trust her inner voice, she ended up feeling like she was regretting that. So through our work together, I'm going to pretend like her name was Julie. It wasn't Julie, but we were talking and we were talking about something that she could have as a, as a visual reminder to trust herself, to trust that inner self, not sort of the external stuff that she would fall into. And, and, and so because her first name did begin with a J, I ordered her a bracelet of the, you know, how bracelets were real big a couple of years ago about what would Jesus do? And it was, you know, I just put a note in the Amazon box, what would Julie do? So we just changed the, I don't think Jesus minds sharing. And we just, I had her change the the J so that that bracelet that she wore reminded her that she wanted to stay true to who she really was and, and true to her beliefs. And, and she loved it. It was, you know, I picked a pretty one out, not just like one of those rubber ones. And, and it was something that was meaningful specifically to her. It wasn't a huge cost. It was, but it, it 
reinforced. I'm here with you. I'm hearing what your struggles are. And here's a resource that might help with that. Now, once again, the point in all of this is how do we, yes, offer great coaching services, but maybe take our coaching extra, or not just our coaching, take our thoughts of our clients, our attentiveness that we're picking up on things that might be impactful for them so that you can create that five-star experience so that your clients, whether they've had one coach or 10 coaches, they say, oh, when I worked with this person, they just got me They and they did these special things that made me feel special and appreciated and and very much sort of that's inspiring and it's also motivating. So things that you can do to inspire and motivate. If you're kind of low end in your services and you're still building things up and not all of our clients are high end clients and that is absolutely fine. Like I shared, almost every single one of these things that I shared doesn't cost a cent. Now, high-end programs, if you have a really high-end program, you might invest some money in this. So I was working with a coach uh, a few years ago who had a huge contract with a very large company, and she would build in celebratory things. She gave an entire Christmas party for the leadership team one year. She, she would bring in some celebratory activities during some of their most difficult times. She was very, very good at taking her service to that five-star service, uh, but that was a lot of money, and, and she had a huge contract, so that worked for her. And that's not going to work for all of you, and that's completely fine. This can be on many different levels. In many of the high-end programs that I've participated in as a client, including my current program, you know, I frequently, you know, I will get like a box of something as a surprise through the mail or, you know, suddenly get here's, here's a book or here's a, a lamp or I mean, lots of different things just as a way to kind of say, hey, you're my client. I appreciate you. And here's a nice surprise for you. While that's lovely, that's not actually what I'm expecting or, and, and I'm not expecting anything. I'm just offering. I'm offering some ideas for you to take your client experience from, yes, a wonderful coaching experience to maybe an extraordinary experience where they feel valued and appreciated and motivated. So I hope that's helpful. Once again, kind of coming from an experience that I just recently had that I thought, you know what? This is something that I can bring forward. And I encourage you to be thinking about the same thing. What do you experience day in and day out or, you know, have an experience here or have an experience there that you can then turn into a blog post, a Facebook Live, an article, a social media post to share the learning with your audience in such a way that you take whatever you experienced and you sort of turn it into learning. I hope this was helpful today. I invite you back next week. I got to tell you, my next like three weeks are jam-packed with interviews and meeting new potential guests. And I am so excited for what 2022 has to offer here in the show. 
I do have a favor to ask. I am so, so close to 100,000 downloads, and you are the ones that can help me meet my goal. I would love in the next week or two to surpass that goal and then just continue to multiply every year. Uh, The show is growing exponentially, and I have you to thank for that. So if you haven't heard an episode that you were thinking about listening to, please download it and listen. Share the show with people who you think might appreciate it, might be able to learn from it. My goal is to have as many coaches as possible know about the Star Coach Show. Whenever I hear, oh my gosh, I just discovered the Star Coach Show, I think, oh, that's bad on me. Somehow I'm not getting the word out that the Star Coach Show is there. So as we move forward, I invite you to, as always, visit starcoachshow.com to access all of the shows and the resource page at starcoachshow.com slash resource. And I wish you the very best until we meet again next week. Have an awesome week.